Garbage is Served is a not-safe-for-work podcast addressing controversial topics in the U.S., like baby boomer fragility and abstinence-only education that are guaranteed to ruin your family dinners. Each episode focuses on some of your family's regrettable misconceptions that your hosts, Jesse and Keeley, take to task. Jesse! Keeley, I have a piece of cheese in my mouth. That's, and to be clear, not your cat cheese, your real cheese. Food cheese. I guess they're both real. Food cheese. They're both real, and fuck you for implying that they're not. <laughs> Ooh, how, how awkward. This is gonna be great. <laughs> Speaking of cheese, you know who doesn't often get to eat cheese? Uh, Castaways on the hit TV series <laughs> Survivor. <laughs> Just teed you right up. <laughs> Thanks for uh, passing that along to me, Jesse. That is what we're talking about today, isn't it? If it's not, then we're both in for a real rude surprise. <laughs> <laughs> so about eight weeks ago, or four, I don't know, four to eight weeks ago, I was in Colorado with you. <laughs> and after a long day, I think at both a winery and a distillery at nearly 10,000 feet altitude, we were pretty spent and so we collapsed on couches and proceeded to watch probably we make good choices <laughs> I, I honestly have no idea what the passage of time was like in that moment because i think we both fell asleep for a little while and then uh, the next thing i knew it was like maybe dinner time i don't know it was a wild time all of that to say you're obsessed with survivor and how long have you been obsessed with survivor i really resent you telling people that i'm obsessed with survivor <laughs> One of those things, it's like a hate fuck where I watch it constantly and I know it's bad. Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. I know it's a terrible show and I've been watching it for the past few years. I mean, like, I remember when it <laughs> sure. had its original run because I was like a conscious human being by that point. I think I maybe watched like season one or two or I was a child. I was like, <laughs> who knows? But a couple summers ago, it just seemed like a thing, I guess, I wanted to watch. I don't remember how I got into it, but now every summer I watch Survivor. And this summer, maybe I was like, I'm not going to do this. But then you... Me! <laughs> when we were in Colorado, <laughs> we were looking at Netflix and we were kind of like, what if we watch Survivor? And then there was a point where we were going to play a game and I was like, I don't want to play. And you were like, let's go watch Survivor. My recollection is similar. We were exhausted. We couldn't figure out what to watch. And then we started Survivor. And even though we had both driven over 10 hours to get there with board games anytime we had downtime <laughs> we watched survivor to be fair we did interact there was a night where you and andrew were playing pool and eli and i were playing darts like we did other stuff we went hiking we walked around the town yeah we did other stuff we didn't just like drive to colorado to watch survivor it ended up being one of the high points because i was so surprised about survivor and i had so it was <laughs> It was a really good time, and since then, I've binged three full seasons. I have lightly binged more than that. Is there a method to how you watch Survivor? Is it episode one through episode 15, or do you skip around? Because I like like the first five episodes, skip the middle five, and then watch the last three or four. I did not know that about you. I do watch the episodes in order, as it is like a pretty <laughs> linear show, and I, I'd be missing a lot of content. They have recaps at the beginning of every episode. You could watch the last four episodes of any Survivor season and know exactly all of the important beats, I swear. <laughs> Are you as invested in the characters at that point? 
even though I go into new seasons, starting with the first ones and knowing I'm probably going to skip in the middle, um, I have gone back whenever and re- and watched the middle beats because I wanted more of that season. I've done that once and then another time I was like, no, I don't care enough about these people and it didn't turn out the way I wanted, so why would I watch more? <laughs> The one that I went back and watched all the episodes was the Villains versus Heroes season. That was a great season. I just finished watching that one. It's all your favorite players <laughs> in one place. I hate myself. <sighs> I have a lot of questions that I want to ask you okay. about Survivor, but I feel like it might be worthwhile to provide some context. The first run of Survivor in the United States ran, I think it began in like March of 2000 through the summer. It was something like that. Spring or summer of the year 2000. (laughs) Pre 9-11. Y2K. (laughs) So I'm guessing it was filmed in 99 would be my guess. I did not fact check that, but it's not like it was live or anything. What I didn't know is that the show is actually designed like years before that Hmm. for a network in the UK. It didn't air there. The first iteration of it that I know of is in 1997 when it premiered in Sweden, which I also hadn't realized. I didn't know that until this moment. That is wild. Okay. And now like several different countries have their own versions of Survivor. The one we're most familiar with, the US, is now filming season 41 from my understanding. Yeah. So there's 40 seasons that have actually been released. Other countries maybe haven't been on the air as long or were canceled already or I have no idea, but the US one, going strong, 40 seasons. Two seasons per year. If we were to do math, (laughs) do you want to discuss the actual format of the show? Oh, I will. 16 to 20 people get marooned on an island or a desert or some place that's generally hot in climate and harsh to humans. They are typically, but not always, divided into two. I'm going to use the word tribes. That's what they call them. But I want to note that Survivor, while it has a nice spot in my heart, is wildly appropriative. Oh, super racist, super racist show. So I'll say teams. They divide into two teams and then those two teams compete the team that loses, they have to vote someone off. They go back and forth until they whittle down the ca- castaways. And then when it's like, I don't know, 10 castaways, they form one team and then people buy for, they vote one off. It's not like team by team. And then the person who is left at the very end is the sole survivor and they win a million dollars. At the very end, there's usually two to three people and then the jury. So people who are like voted off at post post the teams merging post merge become a quote unquote jury. And at the end, they interview everybody in the final tribal council and then decide who they think should get a million dollars. And so it's usually between two to three people at the end. And so the winner is the sole survivor, which is very silly and stupid. Which part? The whole thing. I, it's a dumb show. Right? <laughs> it's a dumb show. I was also reading how much money they probably take home after taxes, and it's 600000 Did you hear anything about what the other people get paid? Because I think other people get paid on the show. They do, for sure. I did read a couple of articles. I didn't write any of this down, so I'm going to go by memory. So <laughs> hold on to your butts. Perfect. I believe the person who gets voted off first gets around $3,500. So that's three days on the island. The longer you stay, the more money you get. During the final episode, there's generally this different sponsored giveaway of money for a hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. So some random person gets a hundred thousand dollars. Sometimes it's the million dollar winner, sometimes it's not. Man, okay, so I could get paid three thousand dollars for like 
being on an island for three days with people I hate. Yep. Mm -hmm. Would you do that? I would do it for three. You know, I feel like you're segueing into how we would do if we were on Survivor. And I'm ready to jump in. Is there anything else you wanted to cover? I just like keep shoving my face full of cheese. (laughs) There are a few things though. Because I don't know why I thought eating while recording was going to be a good idea. You want to talk about weird conventions. Totally. Yes. Some of the things that Survivor is most well known for wasn't part of the original version of Survivor. The show has changed quite a bit over the years. You aren't kidding, Jesse. And you had told me that you had gone back and watched one of the early seasons recently. And so yesterday I watched three episodes of season one. It is a PBS special with people who have too much energy on an island. They are so happy and it's so <laughs> low budget or tech compared to what it is today. And the game is so different. They obviously haven't figured out how to get good stories from people. You just have the shot of 10 people talking over each other. It lasts a certain level of drama compared to the later seasons because in the early ones too like everyone's very they try to be good people they're team oriented it's not like backstabby they are trying to survive and part of that survival is building the team up and so they're like oh well if we have to maybe hold this person off because they're really struggling and we'll let them know and we just really want the team to do well and we're like surviving under these harsh conditions mm-hmm. which at the early seasons they gave them nothing I'm surprised a bunch of people didn't die I probably would I would have not done well wait 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 so what you're saying the early seasons you feel like they gave them less things to survive yes okay I do have you ever seen season three I haven't and maybe that's the difference because I watched season one and I was so surprised by the amount of things that they had with them from the get-go so maybe they got more hardcore before season three I think they had toothbrushes in season one. Oh, I don't even remember that. It's been a while since I've watched season one. In season three, especially, no one has water. Oh. Because they're in like a desert, they have to travel kind of far to get water because they're not by a body of water. And then they have to boil it in these like clay pots. But one of the teams, their clay pots keep breaking in the fire. And so they're just like, we only have one job. water so we can only boil and store this amount of water at any time it just seems super harsh in comparison the drama stems more from the environment Mm. than the interpersonal interaction which is how this show shifts later sure but things like the immunity idol which i feel like is very quintessential survivor wasn't even introduced until let's see it was season 11 when they were in guatemala Mm -hmm. and i think there was only one a later season like 30 something they have island of idols or something where every episode there's like three idols in play which I find irritating as shit but you're messing with the game too much at that point then all the people I hate aren't gonna get voted out there's a point to which I'm like get that fucking person out of here I hate them I don't want to watch them anymore yeah that wasn't introduced until a little bit later there's also been some stupid sticky stuff that they've done so they've split tribes by race which is <gasps> um, I didn't know that Jesse. that sucks what? There were four teams in the beginning and they had an Asian team, black and African American team, a white team, and a Latinx team. And that is actually how both Ozzy and Parvati were first introduced to the really? show as they were on that season. Oh yeah. my god. I didn't know they did that. I'm reeling from that. I wonder when they did that. It was sometime between, I think seasons 10 and 15. It was one of the most diverse casts they've ever had though because normally they only cast maybe two black folks right for the whole season and they had 
what's uh, 20 divided, like five, and only five white people. So, I mean, I have mixed feelings about it. It's a little weird. Sure. Yeah. All right. They've also split people by sex assigned at birth. Yeah. So they do like men and women. They do that a lot on the I've show. seen that several times. So bad. Mm-hmm. They've done young versus old. And then they've also even done splits thereof, like millennials versus Gen X. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see boomers versus Zoomers at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope they do that. The one that I was watching last night is the uh, Blood versus Waters. It's when a castaway from a prior season comes to this island and brings a loved one with them and tests those ties. Have you watched that season? I have watched that season. <laughs> Rupert's on it. He gets voted out like immediately. <laughs> and then Tyson's on that one again. Anyways, yes, they do lots of shicky stuff. Spoiler alert, Tyson wins that season. Does he? Sure. Okay, mm-hmm. him and his GF. No, well, I think just him. Oh, I guess that's how that does work. Well, they do a lot of splitting and stuff. They're not always on the same tribes right. together. So the best best part is when Sierra votes off her mom unnecessarily. Okay, I'm excited about that. That'll be good. Other things they've done too are like Exile Island, which I fucking hated. Mm-hmm. Redemption Island, which I also find irritating. Really quick, Exile Island is when a team maybe loses a challenge and they have to pick someone on their team to go to a remote spot without shelter and maybe without fire for how long? Is it three days? I think it's one to three days depending on the season. And then sometimes they're they're on their own. And then sometimes the winning tribe also sends one of their teams right. to Exile Island. And then they put hidden immunity idols on Exile Island too. So sometimes people want to go. I find it very irritating. Do you find it more or less irritating than Redemption Island? I feel like I've seen a lot less of Redemption Island. And I also found that irritating because I was just like, Ugh. like, because there was somebody who wins after being on Redemption Island, like most of the season and then comes in at the end and everyone votes for him because like nobody even really knew him or hated at that point that is so strange i haven't seen redemption island in play i'll let you know how i feel about it i'm not optimistic yeah we'll do a a, another episode on survivor because there's just so much to talk about so much content i did also see like briefly i started watching a season where they had a medallion of power and i turned that one off because that sounded stupid yeah i don't know what that is i know that they're getting creative with immunity idols idols that you find and you can only use by a certain time in the game or you have to give it to someone else etc they're getting creative Speaking of the creativity piece, yeah, no. and maybe this will lend itself well to our discussion of how we'll do on Survivor. Okay, yeah, yeah. What are your thoughts on the tree mail that they get? The rhymes and the riddles? I kind of got used to it in the more modern Survivor season. They don't seem as cutesy. But then when I went back to season one, I felt like every tree mail was a full paragraph plus of just really <laughs> bad rhymes. Having that in my mind, I'm interested in knowing what the modern ones sound like because I felt like I got used to them and they didn't stick out to me. They are getting away from their cutesy, rhymey, even the fonts on there. Fonts is so bad. It's so bad. It's like papyrus. Tree mail. I understand why they brought that convention into the game, but I feel like they're getting beyond it. I I hate it. I really hate the rhymes. There's one episode in some (laughs) season, I think it was the heroes and villains where 
Jeff Probst actually like uh-huh. reads them the clue and the rhyme and I'm like this is the worst spoken word I have ever heard but is that the season where JT yes! writes a love letter <laughs> to Russell okay I think and I was like where did he get this pencil and piece of Same paper thought. though because in my head I'm like you can bring one item to entertain yourself and Colby always brings a fucking Texas flag like a douchebag idiot boo Colby what a I piece know. of shit I mean he did very poorly on Heroes versus. So- badly it made me really happy because i never really liked him so a lot of the men on this show are just so sexist just the worst people it's like models and people (laughs) and then they just smash them together i do want to add though that if anybody would like to hire me to write rhymes and riddles Mm -hmm. for survivor just let me know i don't really have a lot of credentials in the area of writing riddles for tv shows but i'm happy to learn recruit me please you should update your resume. I'll update my LinkedIn to say my objective is to find a job writing for Survivor. And I will write everything in Papyrus font because Papyrus font outwits, outplays, and outlasts all other font choices. <laughs> God. Looking at which seasons we've actually watched. I have no idea which ones I've watched. Which ones have you watched? I watched the first one when it came out. I watched half of season two before I bailed when I was younger. And as an adult, I've watched the Villains versus Heroes and Survivor One World, which is where they divide people by sex assigned at birth, but they made them all. I just started watching that one for the first time because it has Colton because he comes back later. The like mean gay. He is. I just started a different season and he is coming back. I think that's the one where he brings his boyfriend and his boyfriend's like way nicer than It him. is. But spoiler, his boyfriend died. Yeah. Oh, really? A handful of survivors have died post the show. Can you give more context? I think it was through work. He like worked for like a railroad company or maybe construction or something like that. Oh, and shoot. he was hit in an accident and died. Do you have examples of other deaths? From the show. No, there's one survivor who died from cancer, at least. I'm, you know, I'm sure there were more, but one person, I don't really know who she was. I think her name was like Jen. And then there's one hmm. contestant from Survivor China died by suicide, I want to say in the last two years. She was a pro wrestler woman with the tattoos. And then like some of the older people, like I think Rudy from season one. Some people were 70 when they were on the show. Yeah. Yeah. He would be like 93 today. Who comes to mind for you? I'm not really remembering any of them, but I was looking at a list of really bad injuries and people needing to be evacuated from the island. So we mentioned Colton earlier. He has to be medically evacuated. I don't remember why. I don't know. I haven't gotten there yet. Spoiler. Colton has to be evacuated. I Google all this stuff anyway. I'm sure I'll eventually have spoiled it for myself. And I think it was season 19 when they're in Brazil and a guy gets an infection on his shin and it's going to go into his bone. And then what's the guy's name? He had like a, a blockage in his small intestine. There's a few different people. Like there was one guy who like didn't shit for 10 days and had to be evacuated. I mean, it may makes sense right like if you are so dehydrated it makes sense why your pooper is not working I don't think I would do well in that regard same I have a hard time being a normal person in a normal environment pooping regularly so (laughs) I did read about people after Survivor and how wrecked their bodies are following whether it's from parasites or their metabolism or just general digestive issues people's bodies get wrecked plus their skin Jesse their their skin skin. Bug bites alone, that level of intense bug biting can lead to scarring. 
plus the sun exposure. They have to get sunscreen though, because there are people who look like me out there that I'm like, you'd be dead. For sure. Do you remember in season one, it was Rudy was putting, I think, sunscreen on Richard's back. So they definitely had sunscreen, but still that level of exposure, I think I would have so many bad cells on my, on my skin after that. Makes sense why people die from cancer later. <laughs> Talk about death some more. So no one has died on the U.S. version of the show while filming, but because Survivor is such a widespread franchise, people have died filming other runs of the show. So there is a lot of controversy around a 25-year-old who died on the French Survivor. I guess he was maybe like dehydrated. It was like day one. Controversy sort of pivots around this idea that because of filming, they didn't evacuate him quickly enough. And so he was eventually, I think, like airlifted out of there, taken to a hospital, maybe died within a few hours or a few days or something like that. Again, 25-year-old. So that's pretty rough. Yeah. There was somebody in the bulk Bulgarian survivor. Mm-hmm. He was 53 year old. He died of a heart attack on the show. And then a 32 year old who was on the Pakistani survivor drowned while competing oh, in a swimming challenge. Oh, no. It said he was like swimming in a lake with like a 15 pound backpack and was crying for help. But by the time they got to him, they couldn't even find him. And they later found his body. It's like really fucked up. That sucks. So, in short, none of those people survived oh god nope nope they didn't squeak squeak oh god sorry i did that no it was really well played let's talk about you and i let's do it we audition we get accepted are we on the same season we're on the same season and let's talk about who we would be on this island i mean if we were on the same team i would definitely pretend like we don't know each other oh yeah sure sure and that we don't make a podcast together and we haven't recorded an episode about Survivor already. And I would be in a tight alliance with you regardless. I think I would like to pretend that we actually hated each other mm-hmm. and to form like two different factions in the camp, but then at the very end, take you to the final two. And then we can throw each other under the bus from there. And ruin our friendship. Keely's a real coattail rider. I've never survived a day in my life without... Jesse, that's not what I would actually say. I think it's the reverse. (laughs) Yeah, if I were on Survivor, one, I honestly wouldn't do it at this point in my life. (laughs) There's just no way. I need to be clear. Wouldn't be on Survivor. (laughs) I wouldn't be on Survivor. I wouldn't audition. We joked about submitting an application. A joint application. (laughs) The two for one deal. We aren't going without the other. No, my skin wouldn't take it. I would just be so wrecked by my skin. So I would never do that. Anyways, on the island, I would be too quiet to really work the the relationships. I feel like you have to be on all the time, whether you're talking with people or you're like getting ready to get on camera. Because I guess when people talk with each other, they have to do it in front of the camera. There are specific rules about not going off by yourself without the camera. I can't imagine for nearly 40 days, most of my conversations being filmed. <laughs> that would be awful. So I think I wouldn't have the kind of social endurance to do well. So I'd probably be like a Sierra who's just a little bit more quiet. That's who I think I would be. Who would you be? I could see that. I mean, I like break out in a rash just every summer for no apparent reason. I don't know if you can see, but I have one right now on my collarbone and I don't know why. I see a little bit of red. Yeah. So I would, I mean, like my body would do very poorly in this situation. And then I would have a really hard time confronting the heteronormativity whiteness on the show. And so any cops on there, I'd be like, I fucking hate you. I hate you. I hate you. And I think that I could sustain a level of faking it for like a little bit, Mm. but not for very long. And I would just be like, 
get out of my face. I hate all of you. I don't even want to make an alliance. Just get me out of here because this is annoying and I want to be alone now. I made enough money. I'm done. I don't think I'd ever go on the show to try to win. I I don't think I would have the chops to do that. No, I'd be like, vote me off in the first two weeks and then we'll be good. Two weeks is still a long time to be that exposed. It is. I mean, two weeks is like my top, top of what I think I could even (laughs) potentially do. So, I mean, they're out there for like, what, like five weeks? So. What's five times 735? Yeah. (laughs) Five plus. Shit. Oh, that sucks. That is a long time. I think I would be drained because of the environment in which we were existing. I think I'd be drained from the social aspect. But I do think for the first week, I'd probably have enough energy to do well at the challenges. But then I would get exhausted emotionally, physically, and then I would just quit. I think I would be really bad at the challenges. All the challenges are like swim through the water to find a buoy that has uh, puzzle pieces in it and then untangle a rope to bring your puzzle pieces back to the beach where you'll put it together to release a hammer where you're going to break a plate to raise a flag. (laughs) And there's no point. The only thing about that I could realistically do would be like break a plate with a hammer. Any skill beyond that, do not possess. I don't know, though. I feel like you're core. I've seen you be a fit, coordinated person, right? (laughs) When we've danced together. And I feel like some of that endurance would transfer better than you think it would. I can't swim. Can't run. So, like, yeah, I guess there was one challenge one season where they did have to learn choreography. And I think I would do well (laughs) in that one singular challenge. And even that, it would be pretty mediocre. It would just be better than the people I'm with. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. Maybe you would suck at the challenge. (laughs) For sure. The other part of it for me too, and I'm sure you have feelings about this, is that I would be especially bad at the challenges after sleeping on fucking bamboo slats with other people. I don't want to touch anyone. The fuck out. I, it's something that I didn't think about much at first when I was watching Survivor because you don't, have long shots of people like snuggling together but they're mostly naked right because they don't have a lot of clothing they're generally on a beach they're on these hard slats at least for like the first week or two before they get blankets and stuff they're all spooning and snuggling that really stuck out to me whenever I did watch heroes versus villains and Parvati and Russell yeah she was like snuggling in his armpit and I was like that must be dumpster fire smell in your nose but you do it for warmth I hate it the smell I could Mm. deal with more so than the fact that I would just not be able to fall asleep while touching people Boston Rob was quoted saying something along the lines of if you want to see who's in alliance with one another note who they're sleeping next to at night because you won't sleep by someone that you hate would you be in a light in an alliance though with somebody you hate because I feel like that would be really the only option <laughs> because I'd hate everyone oh <laughs> I guess I wouldn't be in an alliance I would be sleeping alone this actually tracks a hundred percent I'd be sleeping in a dirt pit somewhere <laughs> honestly though depending on the temperature it might be more comfortable to sleep on the sand directly than on bamboo boards I know you're at risk for more bugs perhaps but you already have a ton of bugs and that sand is lightly well, at least contour to your body a bit right I've thought about this because in one of the seasons well I guess in several it's like raining a lot and then they get really yeah. cold because they're just wet constantly and I'm like if I'm mm-hmm. already wet and I don't have blankets or a tarp I think I would literally try to bury most of my body in the sand honestly you might be less exposed than you were would be right in so many ways well yeah and I mean you could really create <laughs> create the change you want to see in the sand 
I hate it that I liked it. So you could contour it how you need it. You wouldn't have to like dig a grave for yourself, right? Like it could be an incline. Sure. No, I'm tracking. Yeah. (laughs) Good. So I said I might be Sierra because she started her first season with like a sinus infection and was kind of a weakling and oh, wasn't that social. You're oh, talking we're talking about, about different. Yeah, there's two different Sierras. Oh. You're talking about blonde Sierra. I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I liked her. Okay. Yeah, everyone hated her though. I don't know why. I don't know. Anyways, not my point. What would kill you on the island, Jesse? I definitely get an infection for sure mm-hmm. and have to be medically evacuated. Uh, no doubt. I'd probably do something really stupid and a challenge, maybe even and get like a concussion. Or I feel like something, like I'd probably drown too. There are just so many ways where I would probably just die on the show. You're just barely staying alive most of the time. Yeah, I'm just trying to survive. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> hashtag human experience. <laughs> Share your survivor stories with us. How would you die? The infection resonates with me, but I also have Renaud's. So like extreme cold is really bad for my body. So I would probably lose feeling in my fingers and toes and have to be evacuated. So I don't lose my fingers and my toes. That's that. I really think I would just be so dehydrated and constipated that I wouldn't poop for like two weeks. That pain (laughs) and danger would probably just kill me. Also, I am athletic and coordinated. At least I used to be. I'm older now. So I feel like I could do okay at the challenges until I would just mess one up so dramatically and break my leg like I could definitely see uh who's that one guy from I think he's from the Outback where he just constantly like cut himself and hit himself and that would 100% be me just stupid stupid shit just banged up the entire time I did watch a blooper reel of Survivor and this gal I don't remember which season she was on but she's on this at least like six foot tall platform and she wasn't even in the challenge she was just cheering for people like her teammates like she she was part of the challenge, but they hadn't got to her spot yet. And so all of a sudden she's looking around, I think, to see her teammates running at her clapping and she just steps right off the platform. Yes. I don't know how she didn't <laughs> break her body. So I think I would do something like that. Oh, I could totally see that. Yeah. I wonder too, when I would get my period, because I feel like they do a lot of swimming there in bathing suits and stuff. My preference is to free bleed. And I can't stop thinking about being really dirty and putting a tampon in and then dying of toxic shock syndrome on the show. No. Honestly, though, depending on when your period fell, like if it was going to fall like on week three or four, I wonder if you'd even get it because you're so malnourished at that point. That's a good point. Question. How how would you deal with your body hair on the show? I've thought about that a little bit because I am much, much hairier than you. (laughs) What I would do beforehand is get waxed my bikini line and my armpits and my eyebrows. The things that would be most easily seen when they're unkempt. And then when I got to the island, I would just let everything grow. Yeah. We see plenty of hairy armpits. No pubes, though. I was watching a season recently, Jesse, and they kept blurring out. <laughs> yeah, so many blurs out. And I was like, I'm sure her labia isn't hanging out. Are they just blurring out her pubic hair? My labia would 100% hang out. Okay. My tits and my labia would be everywhere. Out all the time. But I do think that they blur out pubes, too. I mean, I'm not a very hairy person. I would just let my hair grow. I don't even know if mm-hmm. I would shave beforehand. I would just have some pubes peeking out the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit of a bush. This is another reason I would get voted off. (laughs) 
What wardrobe would you choose to wear? Oh my god, I thought about this a lot. In some seasons, they're like, you're in your business attire. Mm -hmm. Bring your suit jacket. Yeah, and then other ones that are like in athleisure wear. And so I'm like, Uh I mean, like definitely would other bring athleisure shit, like a smart wool shirt, something like sort of practical. But if I was in the business suit wear I definitely have some sort of spandexy sundress mm-hmm. with like a sweater to go over it and like leggings underneath I would try and layer as much shit in that outfit as I possibly could that would be my goal as well I would also look for fibers that provide some protection against yeast and fi- oh <laughs> oh god I would so get a bad yeast infection there. That would actually be why you get evacuated out. Deadly yeast infection. 100%. Can you imagine being on Survivor and one of your castmates has a massive, massive yeast infection and you're sleeping next to them? You'd be so starved. You'd be like, bread? Oh, no! (laughs) You've had a yeast infection, right? Yes. They're awful. You're a monster. (laughs) They can get really bad, too. Oh, yeah. At the end of the day, Survivor would outwit, outlast, and outsurvive both of us. I don't actually know the quote. No, you got it wrong, but that's okay. It's perfect. Do we want to talk about why we like Survivor? Does that even matter? Circling back to the very beginning of our recording here, do we even like it? Do we actually like it? Here's the deal. I tried to introduce it to some people the other day. I knew they (laughs) knew it, but I was like, maybe... This is a show that people are just missing out on. And I was trying to bullet point why I thought I was watching it. And here's what I said. One, you're going to see some pretty cool nature. Like it's kind of not a documentary, but you're going to see cool places and wildlife. Two, I like athletics and seeing people try new feats. So I do enjoy the challenges. And then it's dramatic. So those are the things that draw me to it. But when I shared those things with people, they really just recommended other shows that weren't Survivor for me to watch. (laughs) It wasn't very convincing, and so I don't really know. It's addictive. They're terrible people there oftentimes, and you want an interesting narrative, and it gives it to you. I get surprised sometimes still. With regards to the locations, it does feel a bit exploitative to me. Like, especially, oh God, the way that they describe the place, they're like, the most exotic place ever, untouched by humanity. I'm like, what about the humans who live there? What? Fuck, Jeff Probst, get the fuck off. It's so bad. I I hate it. And then I'm like, you guys are burning shit. You're swimming around. You're like doing dumb shit. You're like painting yourself. Well, they have to like clear forests and stuff for some of those competitions. Right. And I'm like, do they always have the competitions in the same location? It seems to depend on the type of challenge, which brings me to my next point is that I actually don't like the challenges. I love it. I will fast forward through them sometimes or I, I'll do something else. I'll get up and do something else during that part of the episode. The only ones I like are the endurance challenges, the auction, and the ones where they have to eat stuff. Those are good high points. That's really funny to me that you sometimes skip the challenges because sometimes I skip the stuff in between the challenges. <laughs> They're so kitschy to me and I'm like I don't give a shit about this dumb puzzle. I don't care that you have to go memorize symbols like none of this matters to me also your reward you get to like go watch a movie and eat popcorn yes but there was one they ended up doing whitewater rafting which is a legitimately cool thing to do you haven't eaten in three days let's go use more of your energy on something that doesn't matter for the show 
I lost my shit when I saw that. Who would be able to do that? I drowned. Is Survivor kind of fun to watch because humans, whether it's the cast or the show producers, creators, whatever, they make bad decisions throughout and it's kind of unbelievable. So many bad decisions. And I mean, there have been parts of certain seasons that have been super cringy. I mean, I would say that the show is pretty cringy as a baseline, but there's been allegations of sexual assault that were handled very badly especially in the thailand season the person who was like this person is assaulting me ends up getting voted off because everyone's like, she's so upset and angry it's very fucked up that is upsetting and then in like a more recent season one of the returning well i guess they're both returning castmates but one of them from a very early season ends up outing somebody from a more recent season is like you're lying to everybody because you haven't told them you're trans a gay man lecturing everybody about like why this trans uh. This man is lying to it's so fucking stupid didn't see the entirety of that season but i did watch parts of the outtakes cringe 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 i think was that the only time they didn't hold a vote on survivor they were just like yo this guy gets out he's out he's done is that what happened that brings me to maybe like my real reason for watching the show is jeff Prop's commentary he gives everybody so much shit i mean he's not like a good person but that episode was great because he was just like so we're all voting off jeff varner right because he's being a dick and everyone's like yeah <laughs> during some of the challenges to be like wow you're really messing this up for your team mm-hmm. you're not doing very well you're failing he had a <laughs> so good that sass is noteworthy. I don't feel like he was that sassy, at least at the beginning of season one. He was much more encouraging. It was just a much more optimistic team building environment. I wonder where the switch happened. With more millennials in the show and watching the show, if they're like, we need to be meaner to these contestants. We're all bad people. We are bad people. And that's why I want to know, hate, Mary, kill, Jesse, Coach, the Dragon Slayer, Russell, I don't know what his nickname is. And fair play, Johnny. Okay, two things that I love about the question you just asked me is I know it as fuck, Mary kill instead of hate, Mary kill. Oh, you're right. I hate them all. So yeah. Also, his name is Johnny Fairplay, not fair play, Johnny. But I, <laughs> <laughs> I think in this situation, and I hate myself for saying this, I would have to have to kill Russell, right? Fuck Johnny Fairplay and Mary Coach. I I think I'm aligned with you on that. The easy one is Russell. Oh, yeah. Gross, gross man. I would just hope that marriage to Coach would be like, okay, weirdo, you go live your life over there. We'll go to Ren Fair together once a year. Do yoga occasionally, and that's it. I'm never going to say namaste. (laughs) And we're not going to balance our energies together or whatever the fuck he does, so. We will only have less than five crystals in our home at any given time. And also he'll definitely hate both of us when we're married to him because he'll just be like, you're so negative. You're like aligning yourself with bad people. And I'd be like, yeah, coach. That's it. That's all I have to say. I agree. (laughs) Now leave. On that note, fuck, Mary kill, Rupert, Boston Rob, and the uh, bald cop guy who wins that one season, whose name, he's like Tony or something. I do remember who you're talking about. He comes back for a later season as well. He is so arrogant. I can't stand him. So I think I'd have to kill him. And then, ugh. I know. I would fuck Boston Rob. And I would marry, no, oh. <laughs> Again, if I get to define my marriage with Rupert, he seems like a nice supportive guy who would just get on my nerves all the time. He's so self-righteous. He is so self-righteous, and 
I feel exhausted by the prospect of marriage to either Boston Rob or Rupert for wildly different reasons. Same. And I'm aligned with you on this. I think I would marry Rupert simply because I really like fresh fish and he could fish for me. He could provide. Sure. Although Boston Rob, I mean, he seems like a real tool. Maybe we Mm -hmm. could get some hate fucking in there and then, I don't know, he'd try to win me money, maybe. The thing with Boston Rob is he's so competitive that he's done like the, he's done how many seasons of Survivor? He's come back as a coach. He's done Amazing Race maybe twice. I feel like that level of energy would exhaust me. Rupert seems more calming for a long-term thing. That's a really good point. Boston Rob's probably never going to cook you dinner yeah wow i hate them all what about Mm -hmm. this isn't a fuck marry kill question only because i can't think of two other people would you fuck marry or kill jeff probst oh definitely fuck yeah yeah i'm with you he has to take this show so seriously and they film two of these shows each year the level of corn that he has to be comfortable with (laughs) says something about his personality Would I prefer to have sex with Jeff Probst from like 15 years ago prior to Botox? And he talks about and jokes about his Botox himself. So I feel okay making jokes about it. (laughs) And I would anyways, whatever, Jeff Probst. That's how I feel about him. What about you? I'm with you on that. I would definitely lean towards fucking. I do. I I don't know that I would be opposed to marrying him. And I'll tell you why. Mm -hmm. He's wealthy. He travels (laughs) twice a year. several months of the year he's gone so i don't know either like go with him or just be alone in your really really nice house that's fair yeah right and have so much good outdoor clothing Mm. and sponsorships i mean he's got to get sponsorships i don't know what he wears he wears those good skin protecting shirts right quick wicking ones i bet he could get me some which side note rewind really really quickly because I just thought of those sponsorship things what I would actually die from on Survivor I'd somehow be on a team that wins a reward challenge where they get a feast from Outback Steakhouse and I'd get food poisoning or something (laughs) that's how I'd go out your reward your eternal reward that's an Aladdin quote Anyways, I think that would be a memorable way to go out. And isn't that the ultimate point of playing Survivor, besides surviving and winning money, is to be noteworthy, whether you're being a villain or a hero or a dud? You're going to fulfill a character path. Dead, winning, or mean? You're a hero, like righteous, work hard, we're going to make, we're going to survive. The Colbys and the Ruperts. Or you're underhanded, kind of a villain. Maybe you're a Sandra. You're not that underhanded, but your game is really based on the relationships you build and some manipulation. Or three, you're just a dud and you're getting by because you're getting by. Oh, yeah. I think I'd be a dud. Okay. (laughs) You'd be a hero, though. Well, I would start that way. I think I could get jazz, but then after three days of being damp and cold, I wouldn't care anymore. I think I'd meet my limit very early on. I could see that. I could definitely see that. And then I would be a dud and get voted off. I do have a final question for you. I'm ready. Which survivors do you hate besides the ones that we covered in Fuck, Mary Kill? Ooh. We did say Colby earlier on, even though that wasn't a Fuck, Mary Kill. Tyson is terrible, kind of, in a funny way. And he's Mormon, so... And he's Mormon. (laughs) He was so sexist and an ass in his first season. I'm like, oh, I wouldn't want to be around you. I wouldn't want to be around Richard. 
the first Survivor winner. Oh, Richard Hatch. Yeah. Yeah. No, me neither. You say some people and I'll agree with you. Deal. I have like a love-hate relationship with Ozzy because I think he's really cute and I find him absolutely insufferable. More self-righteous, toxic masculinity. Go beat yourself off and die. <laughs> I am curious about his OnlyFans because uh, he's on OnlyFans now and I haven't That's looked right. him up, but I, I feel like I should. You should. And for some reason, he always falls off my radar. I think he's one of the most notorious castaways, but you mention him all the time and I always forget about him. I need to watch more Ozzy. He irritates me, especially I think it's in the second season he was in when him and Amanda have a thing. Amanda irritates the shit. Uh, she, I don't know yeah. how she made it to the finals twice. She is so, okay, really quick tangent. When mm-hmm. they're at tribal council, and especially at the end, the amount of circular logic that's introduced really irritates me where I'm like, this is yeah. like a false equivalency. This is not a real right. question. And Amanda does that so much on the show that I want to be like, mm-hmm. you are just so extremely stupid to me and I cannot stand you. And your eyes, why like, why are you always so sad? I know. <laughs> My first exposure to her was in the heroes in her and Parvati because they are really good friends and I think they turn on each other. Anyways, no, she is a little insufferable. But their logic, it's really not logical at the end. No, I don't blame them because they're, they don't have nutrients going to their brain <laughs> or water or anything. So I get why they're not. It feels like the person who wins is able to be the best storyteller and to say their bullshit most sincerely. That's how you win. And I think that's why I like Sandra a lot. I, yeah. I also like Courtney. If you remember her, she was in, she's like really tiny blonde person. And she's just always just like, I don't fucking care. I hate these people. I'm fine with these people. <laughs> I'm just going to laugh through the whole thing. And I really appreciate that type of energy. I don't know who that is. I'll have to look her up after this. Her and Sandra become tight in the uh, heroes versus villains. I do know Courtney. She's a tall, is she short? She's just really gangly blonde, kind of spunky. Yeah. Tiny. Yeah, I know who you're talking yeah. about. It's like she's on Survivor. She's not really trying to win. She's just around for a good time. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Same. I did really like Taj. I liked her a lot too. Yeah, she was fun. And I did not know that she was in SWV. Is that the name of the group? I can't. I can't remember, but she was part of a group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, singing, a singing group. And I'm like, oh, I know them. I didn't connect that she was in that group. And I will tell you a really cringeworthy moment in that season yes! finale. When Jeff Probst is like, and here's this photo. I think she was. it was in the 90s or 80s. This band was, was like, was it 90s? Yeah. They show a photo and he calls out the woman in the middle. And she's like, well, I'm actually at the end. Yes. And he's like, well, whoever you are. And I'm like, Jeff, you're going to get spanked for that tonight, Jeff. Jeff is married now. He was married originally and then got divorced, dated a Survivor Mm -hmm. contestant, and has gotten remarried to somebody else. Big times for Jeff. I know. There's a photo of him tonguing with a Survivor contestant. Well, I'm going to look that up afterwards. You should. All right, Jesse, how are you going to ruin family dinners? Fuck, I forgot about this part. Uh, I'm going to talk about Survivor. I'm going to say things like the tribe has spoken, an epic blindside, and then I'm going to start a drinking <laughs> game every time the word blindside is said, and then everyone will develop alcoholism as a result. I think you should print out a picture of Jeff ticking, ticket, tick, oh my god. Ticking. Uh, t- tonsil, what's it called? Tonsil tickling? I don't know. With the survivor. <laughs> making out with shoving his tongue down someone's face show that photo i think that if we were on survivor we would 
ruin every subsequent family dinner because we would have such a poor showing that our families would just disown us for how we acted in in front of the nation. I mean, it helps that my family already has disowned me. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, that was a bad joke. Aww. <laughs> There's, like, people like Boston Rob. Boston Rob mm. could only be married to another Survivor contestant because right. you know that's the only shit they talk about. What an intense relationship. It must be really hard as they get older. I want someone that I can sit quietly next to and read more. <laughs> I don't want more intensity. Anyways... We would fail at Survivor. Yeah. We probably wouldn't have a good time. No. And we would ruin our relationships with our bodies and with our families and our friends by going on the show, most likely. Embarrassing them, talking strategy with them, making them come on the show if we ever make it to the like oh. friends and family round. I wonder if they've ever had a castaway who have been able to get a family member out there. I, there is one contestant who, in the finale, didn't bring any family. Just gave away his, like, five tickets to, like, some random people. So that that's a possibility. Yeah. That's sad. If I was on Survivor... I'd bring you. I was... <laughs> <laughs> Andrew would be so mad at me. I feel like Andrew would be really mad. Honestly, out of the four of us, you, me, and our partners, your partner, Andrew, he would do the best. But he hates being uncomfortable. Do you think, though, that he would deal with it? Not when it comes to sleeping. He would not get any sleep and he'd be like, fuck, I hate all these people and he'd be out of there. Okay. The social aspect would get him. Eli's the same way. He would get really pissed about something that was unjust and then just like opt to leave. He's done. If we were to rank the four of us, you would do the best. I would be runner up to you and then Eli and then Eli and Andrew, it's a real toss-up. It depends on what happens. Either one of them could get out there, get out of the first day. <laughs> Any of us, really, really and truly. What I'd like to do with my time on Survivor is introduce the concept of polyamory. And <laughs> for the for the friends and family uh, challenge, mm. I'd bring everyone. Love that. You have, like, this crew that marches up, this <laughs> queer crew of people. Gay little homos. Midwestern America wouldn't know what to do with you. They certainly wouldn't root for you. I bet you would definitely be portrayed as a villain, for sure. The more that I think about it, I think that you're right. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. It'd be good TV. Heroes versus villains. Keely versus Jesse. Oh, man. Bring it, bitch. (laughs) 